Welcome to the Grant Writing Simplified Podcast. Here you'll learn how to make a big impact as a grant writer. I'm Teresa Huff, former special ed teacher turned grant writer and nonprofit strategist. My why is to help nonprofits fulfill their why. I'm here to mentor grant writers like you who are ready for a fulfilling, flexible career while leveraging your skills, growing your earning potential, and making a meaningful difference in the world. Through my podcast, coaching, and training programs, I'll teach you the strategies I've used to develop millions in sustainable nonprofit funding. Together, we can create a ripple effect to change the world. Let's do this. People often ask me where to find grants, so I tell them about Instrumental. Instrumental makes my grant searching process go so much faster. The system has so many features and data right there, and they'll even walk you through setting it up to help you get the most out of the software. Instrumental brings all your grant prospecting, tracking, and the ongoing project management under one roof. In fact, I've partnered with Instrumental to give you a free two-week trial and $50 off your first month. Go to TeresaHuff.com slash instrumental, that's instrument with an L, and start your free trial, and you can use the code GWSPOD. Give it a try, and let me know how you like it. Hey friends, welcome back. I am super excited about today's episode because this is number 100. This is a huge milestone for the podcast. I took a short break over the summer to have some extra family time and also working on some behind the scenes things for the Fast Track to Grant Writer and some other fun business things coming up this fall that you'll be learning more about soon and I can't wait to share it all with you. So today we're going to celebrate a little bit and you can help me celebrate this 100th landmark episode. Thank you for being here, and if you're new, welcome. If you've been around a while, thanks for sticking around, and thanks for your support. To help me celebrate, would you do me a favor and leave a review for the podcast? Go to Apple Podcasts, rate and review it, let others know, and that will help spread the word. I'm doing this because I want to help nonprofits be more effective in their work, and if you're listening to this, then I'm guessing you feel the same way about trying to help nonprofits. So let's do that together. Help me out by rating and reviewing it, and we can help others find the resources they need. Speaking of resources, I have some exciting things to share with you today, along with I thought it would be fun to have another top 10 list to celebrate this 100th episode. First of all, I have a fun thing to share with you. Who would like to join me in Kansas City in September at the NEO Summit, the Nonprofit Innovation and Optimization Summit? This is put on by Next After. It is an incredible summit. <laughs> Their theme this year is the Wizard of Optimization, and they are transforming the whole place into the Wizard of Oz. It's going to be a lot of fun. They have some incredible speakers lined up and some amazing swag. But here's the thing. I have a code for my listeners to get $400 off your ticket. So if you would like to join me in Kansas City, September 20th through 23rd, 2022, sign up today using my code ICTH22. That's IC as in ice cold, TH as in Teresa Huff, 22. 
I'll put this in the show notes so you can link and click over to that. But that is a huge discount of $400 off the ticket prices. So grab your ticket, head to Kansas City, and let me know you're coming so we can plan a meetup. I would love to meet you in person. All right, I have an exciting announcement to share with you about two of my courses, the Fast Track to Grant Writer VIP program, that's the interactive mentoring program, and then the Grant Writing Basics for Beginners video course. Both of those now have an option for university credit. So yes, that means you can take those courses and you can earn university credits for those. You can still choose not to do that, and you can still just take the course as is. And if you do that, you can get a digital certification, which means you can add that to your social profiles, to your resume, and it's verified. And so those are pretty cool features to offer you for both of my programs. If you have questions, you know you can always reach out and email me, send me a message on my website, message me over on LinkedIn. We'll connect. Make sure your questions are answered about any of these things I'm talking about today. Now for the fun part. Here is a top 10 list that I put together, and these are kind of random. I haven't really thought about this. I jotted down these questions a few weeks ago, but I haven't been thinking through the answers. So I'm kind of interviewing myself here, and you get to listen in. I'm just going to read through the questions and give you my first off-the-cuff answer because I want this to be just as natural and unscripted as possible. What is the weirdest grant I have ever written? Okay, the weirdest, strangest one that comes to mind, it was a very strange application because it was in a specific layout of a spreadsheet. We had to download this Excel sheet and use their exact formulas and exact templates to type in all the wording. It was really strange trying to put paragraphs and wording into a spreadsheet, but it had to be in this exact format for the spreadsheet. And that's not the strangest part. (laughs) The next part of it was we had to get a very specific type of CD-ROM. And we had to burn the Excel spreadsheet onto that CD-ROM. Then we had to buy a one-inch binder. Couldn't be any bigger, any smaller. It had to be exactly one inch with a paper in the front and a title along the spine of the binder, and we had to tuck the CD-ROM inside the front of the binder, along with whatever documents and paperwork had to go in the binder. (laughs) So that was definitely the strangest, most tedious, physically tedious process that I've ever had to go through for a grant. That's the only time I've ever had to burn them to a CD-ROM, and thankfully that is probably old school and obsolete by now. So I hope you don't ever have to deal with that. What is the strangest client situation I have ever had? Um, There was one where a potential client called me up and said, God told me that we needed to hire you as a grant writer. So I'm calling you and that's what I'm going to (laughs) do. And that kind of threw me for a loop. I didn't know what to make of that. But I thought, well, if God told him, who am I to argue with that? It ended up being kind of a strange situation. And I learned some good lessons from that. Nothing bad happened, but it was just strange from day one. So go with your gut on things and (laughs) make sure God tells you himself and not necessarily through others. Always check your own intuition on that. Number three, what was the weirdest grant request I have ever submitted? 
You may have heard me share the story about the forklift for the food pantry. Never thought I would need to learn about forklifts or the mechanics of a forklift and the features, but hey, that's one of the fun parts of grant writing is learning very random facts about things I never expected and never would have thought to learn otherwise. But getting the forklift for the food pantry was a request that always jumps in my mind as far as one of the more unique situations. What was the biggest loss of a grant funding? Ouch. (laughs) This one's painful and it's not as much fun to talk about, but I mean, hey, it happens to all of us. We don't win all the grants. There was a large federal grant that I had written a couple of other years for some school districts to get funding for their schools and was trying to get it a third time for a different district. This was similar in size, similar demographics, similar type of community, and we had a really good chance at it. Like, I just, I knew it had scored well the previous year. We were making some revisions, and I knew we had a really good shot. And so I was in touch with the government agency and talked to the funder there a couple of times, and had asked them, is this still going on this year? Are you still running the competition? And they said, yeah, so far, everything's still on track. And as far as we know, they're telling us everything is still a go. So go ahead and submit just like you normally would. So we did that, got all the paperwork. And if you know anything about federal grants, (laughs) they're a beast to write. It's hours and hours of work for everyone involved. So got that submitted, waited and waited, and they pulled the plug on the entire program. No more funding, no more program whatsoever. So all those applications that had been submitted, all that work down the drain. And I mean, they probably had 500 applications. So that was kind of a sickening loss. (laughs) That was really frustrating. That, That also goes to show that sometimes it's completely out of our control as grant writers. We do the absolute best we can to submit quality work. And sometimes it just doesn't come together. Number five, what is my favorite office supply that I can't live without? (laughs) Well, I would say a couple of them in tandem. It is my extra fine point pen. And by extra fine, I mean (laughs) 0.38. I know that's terribly nerdy, but if you are an office supply person, you'll understand. And I also prefer very narrow college rule notebooks. So it has to be extra fine, like even smaller than college rule. That just, to me, makes all the difference having a really good pen and a great notebook to write on. Number six, why do I like grant writing? Well, a couple of things. One is it's fun learning so many different things about different aspects, like the forklift or like a random type of organization or demographic or a cause that I never would have learned about otherwise. The other piece is I really like that I can be at home and use my skills to make a huge impact on a community and to really influence things for good and to make people's lives better, to make missions more fulfilled, to help nonprofits carry out their work in a more impactful way. So that is what I like best about it. Number seven, what was the biggest plot twist in my journey? (laughs) You may or may not know that a couple of times along the way, 
I had a little detour to work for a real estate investor. I did some project management, bank coordination, overseeing rehab projects. It was all remote, so I could keep track of the projects, make sure things were on track, and I also trained new people and set up company training as we went on. And it seems random, but a lot of that actually really prepared me for what I'm doing now. With setting up trainings, I already understood how to create the courses. And with my education background from being a special ed teacher, I knew how to design curriculum and learning and make it more engaging. So yeah, (laughs) the real estate kind of seems random, but it also has been really useful in a lot of ways. Number eight, what are some ways that I like to unwind? Um, let's see. I like to go for a walk. I like to bake. I like trying new recipes. I like hanging out with my family. I like picking blackberries. My husband, I've mentioned before, is the gardener. It's ingrained in him. He can just, he can make anything grow. He knows what to do without even realizing it. (laughs) And I am not that way, but I do like picking the blackberries. That's a lot of fun. I also like watching shows like AGT or American Idol. I just, I like seeing the talent and the variety and all the different skills that people bring. And that's a fun way I like to just relax and unwind. Number nine, what are some random things that I despise? Ooh, (laughs) I do not like mustard. Don't even try to give me a burger with mustard on it. I'm not a fan of seafood, and I absolutely hate glitter. (laughs) I think glitter should be illegal, but that is its own separate category for another day. (laughs) And number 10, what's the biggest lesson I've learned? I would say this is probably how the most random threads end up weaving together. Nothing is wasted. And it's not about me. Everything is about a much bigger picture than I can even fathom. And even the things I'm doing now where maybe certain pieces are starting to make sense, I still have no idea what's in store ahead and how those things are going to build to connect to something else in the future. But looking back, each stage of my journey has really fit together in ways I never could have dreamed. So wherever you are in your journey, I want that to be an encouragement to you. Just know that what you're doing now is not wasted. Even if you are in a job that maybe is frustrating or you feel like it doesn't quite fit you or you're not sure what's next, it's not wasted. It's all part of a bigger picture. So keep doing the next right thing and keep pouring yourself into your work with excellence. All right, that is the top 10. And again, thank you for hanging in there. Please consider leaving a review for the show. And if you're interested in one of the programs, the Fast Track to Grant Writer or the Grant Writing Basics video course, go check those out and let me know and I'll set you up so you can either get the digital certificate or the university credit. Lots of fun stuff coming up this fall. I've got some amazing guests, lots of great interviews lined up, and some exciting things happening. So stick around. After a quick summer break, that's the first break I've taken since starting the podcast almost two years ago. 
So I am back and ready to roll. So let me know, send me a message. I would love to hear what kinds of topics are most useful to you and what you would like to hear more of in the coming months. And who knows, maybe I will put that on a future episode. All right, friends, have a great week and go change your world.